Hello and happy holidays. Welcome to a, another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. Thanks for listening, especially around this time of year. I It's special whether you, whatever holiday you celebrate, I support that and I support you. And it's just a really nice time in general for friends and family. It's a really nice time for our nervous system. You could probably tell in my intros even how much like more chill I am <laughs> compared to making my intros in er- earlier months. Yeah, it's just a beautiful time of year. And I really hope that you're enjoying your time with your friends and family right now, if you can see them and making the most of it. And thanks for tuning in. This is a place where I chat about biohacking and wellness and holistic health and just a few different topics, like just kind of whatever comes up and whatever is natural that I'm interested in or that I know my audience is interested in as well. So it's a very organic place. I started this podcast in 2019. Yeah, 2019. And I, was it 2019? Yeah, it was. And then I took about six months off for quite a while there because I was focusing on growing my business. And now I brought it back and I brought it back this year and it's been fantastic putting out an episode every week on Thursdays right now. Don't know if that will ever change. Don't know if I'll ever bring on another episode every week. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And definitely, I'm definitely enjoying the holidays. I find it like there's so much to love and there's so much to enjoy, but there's also difficult parts as well. Like I I have always kind of struggled with staying as healthy as I normally do when I go home for the holidays, which I think so many of us do. Even just talking about like nutrition, not even lifestyle or biohacking. I definitely do not follow any type of like diet during the holidays. It's very much like I try and make healthy decisions, but I will eat dessert and I will have wine and I will just kind of go with it. And yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. I really just want to enjoy the time and not restrict myself or have this shame or regret or like a lot of emotion tied to food like that. So I just kind of let it go and I ebb and flow and I just let it be. And I know it's much harder than that for a lot of people. It's very triggering for a lot of people when they go home for the holidays and they're tempted with food or tempted with alcohol or different substances. Like it's very, very hard for a lot of people. So I understand that and I definitely feel that in some way as well. But yeah, I try to, I don't know, I try and be mindful and try and listen to my body and and kind of make sure that I'm being as healthy as I can. But again, like so much of it is, is just not, it's not that it's out of your control. It's just that, especially if you're traveling home for the holidays, like your circumstances have changed, where you're staying, your environment has changed. So typically your nutrition is going to change as well. It's not as easy to kind of like stick to the same thing. I also find it difficult when other people are cooking and making food. So if you go to a holiday dinner or like a dinner party and someone has made all of these dishes and 
you know that they might not be the healthiest thing. Like maybe there's like tons of vegetable oil in them or like sugar or I don't know, just, I don't even know, (laughs) non-organic food, non-organic produce. And that happens so much, right? That happens with so many people. A lot of people can't afford to make like certain dishes that are like super healthy, which is understandable as well. So I kind of, I used to struggle more with that than I do now in terms of saying no to things that other people would want me to eat because they made it for me, even though it's not healthy in my mind. So that was a big thing, even with my own parents was like, this, my mom's a baker and she's fantastic at baking and it's just very good. And so I would come over to the house and there would be like these things baked and it's like sugar, gluten, dairy, butter, just so like processed chocolate chips, like what everything that you can imagine. And yeah, so I used to struggle with that because obviously you don't want to offend anybody. And so it's like, how do you say no, but how do you stay healthy at the same time? So it's like this whole thing, but it's better now. And and now I'm in the place where I was just talking to somebody about this, actually. It's so funny because now when I go places, because I've been like so healthy for so long, quote unquote, like whatever that even means to the average person, when I go to places now, it's like people will go, go out of their way to tell me that something is gluten-free or something is uh, paleo or vegan, even though I'm not vegan. Like just, it's so funny. Like (laughs) I'll go over to someone's house and they'll say, oh my gosh, Brittany, this is gluten-free. Did you know? Okay. These ones are gluten-free. These ones are gluten-free. And and these ones over here, did you get some? Did you get some of the gluten-free? It's so funny. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. But it's every single time now, like every single time I go over or I'm walking past or I go up for seconds or something like that. And I guess it's just a family and friends. They just want you to feel like welcome. They went out of their way to make sure that you had something that you could eat and be a part of the gathering. So I get that. But it's just so funny because now it's like a thing, right? Like, oh, Brittany's coming. So let's make sure that we have this type of option. And then the moment I walk through the door, it's like, okay, let me just tell you all the things that we have for you. And it's just like, okay. I mean, I don't know. I guess you can't have it both, can't have it both ways or either way. So it's just funny. And yeah, it's cute. It's nice now. It's like same when I go to see my my mom and whenever I come over, oh my goodness, no matter what time of year, it's like she always tells me she bought almond milk for me. <laughs> Like always now it's like, oh, there's almond milk in the fridge. And she's so happy to like do that. And it's so cute. And it's like, it'll be like the almond milk that is like on the shelves. That's not from the fridge and it's not shelf stable or is shelf stable. And yeah, whatever. And so you just kind of go with it at one point. That's what I do now. I, say, I just appreciate and I love and I just, I'm just positive about it because, hey, like at least they're trying and that's all we can do. And so yeah, it's I'm so blessed these holidays. I'm so happy to be here to be talking to you. I'm so happy that you're listening. And this episode was really really interesting. And so and you'll hear why when you listen to the interview. I have Beth Sturdevant 
on and we talk about EMF sickness. Now, this is a different kind of a different episode because she is not a healthcare practitioner. She is which is typically kind of like the type of person that I have or like influencers or that type of thing. She, yeah, so she just had this like severe sickness herself and talks about it. And it was interesting because this episode gave me a lot of pause and mostly because of her perspective on EMF is something that I have not heard before. Now, for those listening, EMF is electromagnetic fields. It's basically like the radiation that comes from things like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, anything plugged in, anything that is basically got electrical charges running through it. And so her perspective is something that I'm like digesting and still thinking about. And basically, we talk about the idea that the problem isn't actually EMF itself. The problem is that the body can't offset the EMF due to inadequate nutrition and poor lifestyle decisions. Now, if there was ever going to be a mic drop, it would be right then because when we talked about this, and you'll just hear me on the podcast, like, just be very, I don't even know, quiet about it. And just, I'm just digesting it. This is so interesting because as a lot of you know, I have been working on this idea of MFEs for about a year now, which is EMF blocking underwear for women. And I'm at this point with it where I kind of either launch it or I don't. So I have the pattern, I have the fabric, I have the EMF reader, I have the name, like I have all, so much of it done. And I am kind of taking a step back to make sure that this is something I actually want to do. And I'm not sure it actually is because multiple reasons, but one of the reasons is this exact idea of is EMF actually the problem? What is the root cause of us not being able to handle the amount of EMF around us. And as a biohacker and holistic nutritionist, I'm very much about the root cause of things, the root cause of symptoms, of signs, of things that we're dealing with. So in that respect, creating EMF underwear that blocks EMF from the human body, from the ovaries, from the female body, is that just a Band-Aid approach to something that is much bigger and more complicated and systemic even. And yeah, so it just really, really made me think differently about EMF and differently about my next steps. And like when you think about it like that, like when you think, okay, the human body actually should be able to withstand this, like why why can't we? And oh, surprise, surprise, it's because we're eating poorly and we're sitting all day and we're not moving and our nervous systems are over overreacting all of the time. We're not getting adequate sleep. We're not getting sunlight. Our mental health is poor. Like our stress levels are high. All of these like in, environmental things and lifestyle things. And that's just really, really interesting. So I don't have any specific conclusions right now 
of launching MFEs or not, it's something I'm thinking about. And I would be remiss not to. I think that's I think that's the point of being an entrepreneur and even a biohacker is like analyzing your data and analyzing what's going on and analyzing like your solution. So stay tuned, folks, because <laughs> I don't know. We're going to see. It's either going to happen in the next, I don't even know, quarter, like at the beginning of the year or the next, yeah, yeah. Or it's not because, yeah, I just have a lot of thinking to to do about it. And I know so many of you are interested in EMF because you've told me. So as you're listening to this episode, seriously DM me your thoughts because I'm so curious what you think about this. Now, of course, like even though the root cause for EMF is like inadequate nutrition and poor lifestyle choices... Of course, it doesn't mean that you can't support the body and create a solution and do the best we can anyway, right? Like, of course, we can do things to to help, but it's just about, does it make sense to do that? And and just looking at it from a different approach, I guess, or taking a different approach. I guess it's like very similar to the idea of like blue light blocking glasses, right? Is the problem blue light or is the problem again, like inadequate nutrition, poor lifestyle choices that are leading to our eyes not being as healthy as they once were when they actually could handle as much blue light. And so now we have a like temporary solution like blue blocking glasses that blocks blue light and helps our eyes be healthier, but it's not necessarily addressing the root cause. Right? Right. I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought. So Send me your thoughts because let's talk about this. I'm very curious about this and I want to talk to more people about it. So yeah, thank you for listening. And a shout out to, quick shout out to my sponsors, Inside Tracker. Y'all know I love them. I'm probably going to get tested again in the new year. So they do a test for all of your nutrient levels, hormones, minerals, vitamins, and they do your biological age. And they also do DNA which is really cool. Like I didn't do my DNA through them. I did it through a different company a few years ago, but really suggest like getting that done as well, because that is like the blueprint for you and your health and your future. So if you haven't had your DNA done, I really, really suggest it. I always reference back to my DNA over the year, right? Because getting your DNA tested is one of those things that you do it once and you never have to do it again because it doesn't change. But knowing your variations is really, really helpful. Yeah. And I find it really fascinating as well. Just like looking at the different variations I have for certain brain concerns and like mental health things. Like I, my DNA was like, I looked at depression, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, a bunch of different things like that. And they do that as well. So if you're interested, of course, use my discount code biohackingbrittany and I, yeah, I will put all the links in the show notes and a shout out to Keon. I love working with Keon. I love working with all of my sponsors. I, especially during the holidays, I am taking Keon lean. You can double check me. This helps with having big carb, heavy calorie dense meals. So 
it really helps reduce the glucose spike, like the blood sugar spike that comes from that and helps shuttle all of that extra glucose into our muscles and not get it stored as fat. And that's really, really cool. And I love that. And I can't wait to have a CGM in the future, a continuous glucose monitor to be able to track that and test that as well. And I do want to get one next year, maybe levels, we'll see. But yeah, so definitely try Keon Lean if that is something that you are concerned in terms of like weight management, metabolism, and just really healthy blood sugar levels. Like, Yeah. I don't even remember what the stat was that I heard the other day, but how many people are diagnosed with type two diabetes now, but it's out of this world. It's just crazy how high it is. And it's younger and younger people too. So type two diabetes actually used to be called adult onset diabetes, but then they had to change the name because it was now younger people who were getting it. So if that doesn't tell you that we're in a health crisis, I don't know what will, but make sure, I mean, tracking blood, uh, tracking your blood glucose levels and managing that, like healthy blood sugar, is one of the healthiest things that you can do for yourself because managing those hormones helps manage all of your other hormones as well. So that helps you have healthy sex hormones and everything like that. So it's really important. So again, uh, that's key on lean. Use my discount code biohacking Brittany. All of the links will be in the show notes on my website, biohackingbrittany.com. And again, like thanks for listening over the holidays. And I hope you really enjoy your time with your friends and family. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. Today, we are diving into EMF again. This is a topic that I kind of circle back to quite frequently on my podcast, obviously, because it's something I'm concerned about. And I'm busy developing MFEs, which are EMF blocking underwear for women. And so it's it's something on my radar. And I had Beth Sturdivant. I hope I said your name correctly. Good. Good. So she reached out to me and she wanted to talk about her experience with EMF um, and how much it's impacted her life. And she's also a author of the book Backyard Secrets Exposed. And she started her own protein line called Peanut. So Beth, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for you to be joining us. So how did you first hear about EMF? Like, do you remember the first time you kind of heard it? Yes, it was back in 2009 when I was I was feeling nauseated and sick with headaches, anxiety, and that. And I, I wasn't sure what was going on. And I was at the beach with a friend, and I was getting on my laptop, and I told her, I said, you know, every time I get on this laptop, I'm really feeling nauseated. Well, we were at the beach and when I get on the laptop, my stomach would start swelling, literally start pulling to the laptop and she witnessed it. And so we were just like, uh, wow, taken back. I didn't know anything about the word EMF at this point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm going to put this laptop off. I'm going to give me about 30 minutes and then try it again, you know, because my stomach would calm down. I just had to make sure that this was really happening because it was so strange. Mm. 
So she witnessed it. And then I started noticing that when I was on laptop, those symptoms and then the cell phone, I was just getting really antsy. I couldn't sit. I mean, I was just all over the place in my mind and that's just not who I was. So when we got back from our trip to the beach, she Googled swelling from a laptop and it said that the heat from the laptop's radiation and went on to say, if you live near transmission power lines, which I did, these are the symptoms. And I had every symptom. And so she got back in touch with me. But the ironic thing about this is the day before that she got back in touch with me, my husband and I had closed on the house. The power company bought my house. So this was actually before I even knew the word EMF. Mm. So it was a day before. So the, you know, she told me about that and then I started studying and it was just getting worse and worse when I was in that house. So basically we lived too close to high tension power lines. There was a chemical that was sprayed under the power lines when I was working in the yard in 2008 and I got the drift, which was full of heavy metals. So in my journeys of going to Dr. Ray in Texas and all these environmental doctors, I spent 12 weeks in a biodetox center in Charleston with Dr. Lieberman. They always said that a chemical had to appear before the electrical sensitivity had, could appear. So that's just, that's kind of like the beginning of, of what happened from the get-go. So that's, mm-hmm. where I, that, that's where it started. I'd love to quickly interrupt this podcast to ask you, do you know your biological age? Do you know your current hormone, vitamin, and mineral levels? Honestly, it's hard to know what's going on internally without getting tested. And traditionally, you'd have to go through your doctor or your healthcare provider to order these tests, go into a lab, and it would be a whole ordeal. And it would would take a while as well. For me personally, this has always been a hurdle for understanding what is actually going on and how to optimize my biomarkers and even know my biological age in the first place. Thankfully, though, we can order a at-home test from Inside Tracker that lets us do this. It tests for your biological age, your hormone, mineral, and vitamin levels. This is a very, very comprehensive test that lets you get a ton of data from a single kit without having to go to a doctor or go to a lab or really leave your house. If you're looking for the ultimate blood test, try Inside Tracker, which includes testing 43 different biomarkers and the option to test your inner age and your DNA. You can use my discount code BiohackingBritney for 25% off all of their products. And you can go through there uh, through the link in my show notes or my website and get tested today. Yeah, I think I find it so interesting that you had such noticeable results and symptoms when you were using your laptop and like your friend was able to tell, like that doesn't happen with a lot of, like it happens with a lot of people, but a lot of people can be experiencing negative impacts from EMF, but it's not as easily noticed like that. So I just find that so fascinating. And when you started to talk, like when we previously met and you started to talk about this chemical that you were exposed to, which then impacted how EMF interacts with your body, that was the first time that I've actually heard of something like that happening. So can you explain that to us? 
and kind of like elaborate on more like what that means. What it means to what happened to me, basically the symptoms. Okay. So I own Subway restaurants prior to this and while this was happening. So I was under more stress anyways. I was spread out. I mean, I, I was a do it. I really do it mother. I had two children. I still have two children. And I was busy with the businesses and then just keeping everything. But so it was the anxiety that started with me. It was nauseated. I lost a whole bunch of weight. It's like I couldn't sit down. I couldn't ever get peace. And it just felt like I was on fire, too. I was real hot within my body, although the outside of my body was not feeling hot. I was feeling like I was burning on the inside of my body. And then I was getting, I was itching. I would itch to the point to where I'd break my skin. Mm. It was really in my stomach area and my chest area. And then anytime I got around a computer and that, my stomach would start swelling out like I was pregnant. So it was just, these were just crazy. And then in uh, January of 09, I did go to an OBGYN to, because I didn't know what was going on. Like I said, the first time I ever heard the word EMF was once I got back from the beach. And then my friend had told me she had Googled all that because I stopped using computer to cell phones and everything because of how I felt. So I really think the headaches, the nausea, the can't sleep and extreme anxiety, maybe like blurry vision type, that stuff, those are all symptoms that you getting ready to go down this trail that you have no idea about. And at that time, I didn't know about the nutrition that really does help offset this stuff. So I went some years without really knowing about the amino acids. Obviously, enzymes are extremely important. Minerals are extremely important. So in the gist of everything, it's taken me 13 years to get where I'm at today speaking to you. So I have 13 years of hands-on knowledge of electromagnetic sickness, super hypersensitivity. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't deal with lights. That's another thing that lights really start bothering people. And actually, I don't know if you know this, but you know when people have electromagnetic sickness to the point that they're really sick, they're pretty much all going through the same thing as somebody that has a concussion. Mm, yeah, And uh, that's what they're studying now is that because I'm medically, I had brain damage. I went through all that neurological testing and all that stuff. So whatever I'm telling you, I can back up with medical records. And I know a lot of people can't, but they still have the problem. It's not that they don't. It's that there's a lot of people out here that can't test for what I was fortunately was able to be tested for. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's really important. And it's, it's interesting that you've been on this journey for that long because even now, like EMF is not mainstream and there's a lot of people who think it's woo woo or don't understand it or don't believe in it. I don't know, like however you want to put it. And it's, I could only imagine what it would have been like for you 13 years ago to be like, what is EMF? at that point. Like now there's like companies and it's growing, but still even back then it's like, wow, like, yeah. So I I think it's just so interesting. And I know you also mentioned being poisoned by a chemical called Sahara when we were talking. So can you explain what that is about and, and what that means? Okay. Sahara is basically sister to Agent Orange. It's just full of heavy metals. And they use that as a spray to 
spray under the power lines to kill the vegetation because, you know, they only allow vegetation to get so high on the power lines, obviously. And so what this does is it goes in and it kills the root system like overnight. But I was working in my yard and I was building a rock wall and I got the drift. But they didn't give me warning that they were spraying this chemical. I just saw the gadget going down and the guy in the machine. I didn't think anything of it. But that's what really set me off. And I know, I mean, at that time, I didn't know. But obviously, with all these years, I guess it took me about five or six years to really understand what really happened. Because how all of a sudden I'm sitting here dealing to such an extreme and I can't deal with lights. I can't deal with dimmer switches. I can't deal with ceiling fans. I can't even walk outside. I can't deal with the sun. I can't deal with airplanes flying high in the sky. What all that stuff would do was make me wretch. I wretched. I would go into a toxic convulsion. That's exactly what that is. And I would start wretching. And it kind of sounds like dry heaving, but I did it 100, 200 times a day. And I mean, I could feel airplanes high in the sky. It would set me off. So there was no place for me to go. I was in a black room at my parents' house. They tried to cut everything off that they could cut it off. And that was it. I mean, I was like the little boy in the bubble that didn't know what to do because nobody was educated on it. And there was really hardly anything. The first book that my daughter found me was the handbook for electrical sensitivity. All that was was really a lot of studies in that, experiments. And actually, Dr. Ray was in that book. But that stuff, when I tried to read that, it didn't make any sense to me at that moment because I didn't know what I was dealing with. Now I could go back to that book and understand it totally. But at that moment, and that's kind of the reason why I did write my book, because I wanted people to at least have firsthand knowledge of somebody that's actually lived through this. And maybe this would be able to help others that don't know what's going on. But, you know, that's why I explain the dimmer switch and all this kind of stuff, because who would know that you could be sitting near a dimmer switch and that was literally making your head hurt so bad? Most people have that in their dining room. Well, they did then. Now they're all over. But you could be thinking it was your food that you ate causing you to get sick and it's a dimmer switch. So those were just the lovely things that I know that a lot of people don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really difficult. Yeah. And that's what I love about the book and just the work that you do when you come and you talk about this is exactly that reason of this is what you dealt with and you dealt with it firsthand. And a lot of people don't know who to turn to about this type of thing. So I I really appreciate your journey and I really appreciate you sharing about it because it must be hard to talk about it as well. Like it's not something fun that you went through. It was really difficult. And are like today, are you still dealing with some symptoms or like, how are you feeling now? Well, I have to say I've been extremely blessed to figure it out. And no, I don't deal with all these symptoms that I had. Am I aware of it? Yes. Do I know if I'm in a heavy area? Yes. Does my body react? No. So I'm pretty much free, not, I'm just not stuck where I was at. Good, good. And do you, are there certain things that you do every day now to protect yourself from EMF? I drink a protein that I had a chemical pharmacologist develop for me that has helped me majorly. And then I also do minerals and I also do uh, 
a vitamin source that literally protects you from radiation and 5G. And those are my three to-go's that I do every single day. And I've just been really blessed to really be able to restore my body. But I understand it. And I try to help as many people as I can. And people don't understand that sometimes you have to get worse before you get better. And I'm a, just a go-ahead, die-hard person. I'm going to take whatever is thrown at me and get through it. I mean, I just have that mentality. And that doesn't mean I'm better than others, but there's just different types of people. And some people can take more pain than others. And I obviously can and get through the moment. So I try to help people where they're at. But the only reason why I believe that any of us have this problem is because we get depleted in our building blocks, which are our amino acids. And that comes from good protein. And I don't do vegan protein. I just, it, it just was not able to help me get where I need to go. So I think uh, way isolate, a real clean way isolate is what's really helped me. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so interesting that you've tackled this from a inside out perspective. I don't think a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people will talk about turning your Wi-Fi off at night and like blocking it from coming to you or not buying dimmer switches because of the dirty electricity, like all of these different things. But I, I think it's just so interesting that you're like, okay, but how does my body respond? What are my mineral levels? How are my amino acids? Like how's the protein? Like all of that. I think that's super, super cool. And I agree as a nutritionist myself, like I, I'm not vegan and I'm not against people who are vegan or vegetarian, but I, yeah, yeah, I just kind of like question getting full spectrum amino acids and protein from plant-based sources. So I think it's awesome that you've actually come out with a whey-based protein powder. Well, the other thing too is like, I bought so many gadgets and then I started realizing, what is that going to do when I walk outside? (laughs) Yeah, You know, yeah, it's great to cut your Wi-Fi off at night, but you know what? It's everywhere. You can pop that cell phone on anywhere. So Mm -hmm. you're blocking maybe that box that's in your house, but you're not blocking all those other signals that you can pick up. So the bottom line, your protection is comes from within, just like you said, it's the nutrition. And when I realized that, that's when I really started turning around. So I highly recommend, you know, people to pick up the phone, they can call, they can go to my website, whatever. I'm here to help. I mean, I have proof what I've done works because I've healed and I've got thousands and thousands of witnesses that literally watched me go through what I went through. And so there's a lot of people out here that do sell things and they really don't have the knowledge uh, firsthand like I do. So it is kind of nice to, I just believe that the Lord gave me this opportunity to get through this, but then also to be able to help people. And I'm very compassionate about this subject. I could talk for years because there's, there's just so much detail. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I, I really, I love that. Are you with the rollout of 5G in the last like couple of years? Is that something oh. that is on your radar and you're super worried about? Or how do you feel about that? I don't worry about anything. Yes, I know it's out here, but I don't focus on that stuff. I tell people, if you put your energy into you, focus Mm -hmm. on what you want the end and result to be, not what's going on, you're going to move along a lot better. 
So I don't focus on that stuff. I don't worry about it. I don't even think about it. I think mm-hmm. about what I'm going to put in my body and help protect me against it. That's mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. Like, I like that perspective because I think it's so easy to be in this like fearful mindset of like, oh no, 5G and what about 6G and like all of these things that are coming and cell phone towers and like, there's just a lot of fear and like stress. There's a lot of stress around it. And that's not the the healthiest perspective to have if you're trying to protect your body and live a healthier life. So I, I think you're doing it. I think you're doing it right. And you mentioned you have two kids. So is this something that you kind of instill in them as well in terms of like proper amino acids and like proper nutrition in order to reduce EMF, you know, symptoms? Yes. I, my children are, my children are very educated on this. They literally watched me go through this and none of us develop. We just don't, we don't focus on it. We just know that we better get our nutrients in. I mean, think about it. The kids of the day are around all EMFs, around smart boards, they're around my kids were in college, all that stuff. So all they know is social media and all this kind of stuff. So it's just, we don't focus on it. We just keep living. I have a grandbaby now and we just make sure that she eats the way that she should eat. Mm -hmm. We've really, really watched her die. She's very smart, but you know, she's not had any kind of crackers and that kind of stuff that most kids eat today so we're protecting her like I said we take a product that protects us from radiation and 5g that was developed for the military and Mm. you can put that on your website if you like or not but that's really 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 helped me Mm -hmm. uh, big time so I'm just excited to other people that really understand electromagnetic sickness or emf and because after all these years, it wasn't until this year that I actually met some people that actually really, really understand it and literally developed this to help the military. It was developed for the military, matter of fact. And then I was able to be part. I give a lot of credit to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an interesting perspective. So do you, would you say that, I mean, and this could be generalizing a bit too much, but would you say that the actual problem is not in the EMF itself, but it is in the inadequate nutrition of most people today? I agree a thousand percent with that Mm -hmm. statement because it's not the EMF. It's actually the body can't offset the EMFs. And why can't it offset the EMFs? Because it doesn't have what it needs to offset the EMFs. And I got 100% depleted. That's what happened to me. And when I realized that, that's when I could start healing. So, yes, I agree with that. And I really don't think that's a general statement. I think that's just a factual statement. It's like we're a car. If we can have the best engine and all that, but we'll have the gasoline, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. food is our fuel and it's all about our nutrient level. It's all about our nutrient level. I love this. I feel like this is like very groundbreaking and I, my wheels are spinning because as somebody, again, who's like very much thinking about creating and launching an EMF product, but who's also a nutritionist, it's like merging these two worlds. And I love this perspective of 
yeah, like the problem actually isn't the EMF, it's our diets and it's our lifestyle. And it's just so interesting. I need to like noodle on this <laughs> and, and think more about this. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, one thing that I said in my book that when I said this years ago, my goal was to be able to live in an electromagnetic world as a normal person. Mm. And that was my goal way back then. How did I get there? Nutrition. And the other thing is you got to have a positive mind and I don't go mm. around blaming others. I don't. I mean, everybody likes all this. Look what we're doing right now. We couldn't have done this if we didn't have certain items. Yeah. So it's like, stop hating what's out here and let's figure out what we can do to offset it in a positive way instead of just everybody being so mad and blaming everybody. We all love our gadgets. So that's how I look at it. And maybe people think, well, she's crazy, but you know, we all have to do what's best for us. And this is how I handled it was to just have peace about it and just know that it's about my inner and not my outer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think you're totally right. And I, I do think that the root cause of EMF symptoms and EMF sensitivity is poor cellular function, poor mitochondrial function. And what is the cause of that is inadequate nutrition, right? So I think tackling, like we said earlier, like tackling it from the inside out is a great tactic, but I think also like using, being aware of how much you're using your phone and Bluetooth and uh, Wi-Fi on it and kind of taking that approach as well. Like it's probably great. Like it's probably a great combo, right? Like outside in, inside out, and just kind of where right exactly don't sleep with your phone I mean that's just not being smart yeah you know exactly don't don't put gadgets in your kids rooms that you know everybody else has my granddaughter has not played she will not play with a a tablet or anything like that we're not Mm going to allow that because it's not good for her body and she's in a developmental stage so we're back to old school everything is hands-on with a paper pen and that's what Mm -hmm. we do yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, she has a camera. It's not a cell phone. It's a camera. She can still take pictures and stuff like that, but it's, there's no Wi-Fi to it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we all of her gadgets, battery operated or whatever, there's nothing that is coming from a Wi-Fi signal or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's really great because I think it's children under eight are way more susceptible to damage from EMF than older than that. Yeah, because their blood-brain barrier is not fully developed and it literally takes over their whole brain. Absolutely. So take precautions and do smart things. Just don't do the convenient thing. And we don't use microwave. We've never had, we really haven't ever. So, you know, my grandbaby, we don't sit there and she doesn't sit there and watch TV to entertain her either. We don't do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get back to the back in the days when we didn't have all this stuff as we're raising these children today because they're our new generation. So we got to do some things to make it different. And it's not always the fastest and easiest way, but it it is a better way. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something really beautiful about ancestral living in in general and not, not like super ancestral in terms of farming and that type of thing. Like a lot of people obviously don't have that opportunity and they work and they live in a city and whatnot, but in terms of like things like you said that like you're playing with toys and you're doing crafts and you're not like 
on an iPad playing these games and staring at a screen when you're five years old, right? Being out in nature, like just kind of this back to what humans are kind of supposed to be doing idea, I think is, is gaining popularity again. Oh yeah. Back to basics. Definitely. You know, we cook at home, we don't eat out all that good stuff and uh, try to grow more things in your own garden, all of that. Yeah. And is that something that you focus on as well in terms of amino acids and protein? Do you, are you very careful or like picky with the protein that you eat? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, we spend more money on food as far as good food, even going to special farms and stuff like that to get our meat source that we know with no chemicals, no antibiotics. Because all the meat in the store has something in it, let's face it. So the more you can go to get your stuff firsthand, yeah, we pay more money for it, but it's better for us and you don't need as much of it either. And you're not getting the preservatives and the chemicals. So yes, we try to support local farms and that that are on our page. Nice, nice. Yeah, I easily spend a lot of money on adequate and optimal nutrition every month. It's my, you know, second highest expense next to my money. But I would rather that, right? Like I would rather invest my money into that compared to, I don't know, like buying clothes or like alcohol or I don't know, whatever else people buy. It, It makes sense because that's like the building blocks of you. I think it's, I think it's super important. Well, it's part of your future to when you, when it's your time to go out that you or go out, we should all be passing in our sleep. We shouldn't be all crippled and all that when Mm -hmm. we pass. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that has to do with what, what we put in our body, because whatever we eat has to become part of us. And if it can't become part of us, then it's something we shouldn't be eating. So if you really think about that, that's deep. Are you concerned about the upcoming holidays and your ability to continue to eat healthy? I've had a few people reach out over social media and my clients and ask me about tips on how to follow their diet or nutrition plan, but also enjoy themselves. It's tough when we have Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas parties, holiday parties, New Year's, work events, and anything else that really gives us opportunities to indulge in super calorie rich food that we usually don't eat. So how can you not worry as much about this and still maintain healthy glucose levels and start the new year on the right foot? I believe in balance and I definitely think you deserve to indulge, especially this year when we haven't been able to see friends and family a lot lately, the events that we do go to in person, I want you to have a good time and have fun and I would hate to have any recommendation that is restrictive. I'll be taking Keon Lean Supplement, which uses plant-based ingredients to support your metabolism, even after carb-heavy meals. So when you're out at these parties, dinners, and events, and likely eating more carbohydrates and calories, using Keon Lean helps to shuttle the excess glucose in your bloodstream into your muscles rather than storing it as fat. Through this mechanism, it supports metabolic wellness, assists in weight management, and, and can be a part of your diet to help maintain a healthy blood glucose level. I will definitely be taking a few of these at all of my events, absolutely, and you can do the same. It's super easy. Just go to getkeon.com slash Brittany, and you get 10% off all products, including Keon Lean, Um, and also 20% off any product subscriptions. You can use my code biohackingbrittany at checkout as well. 
Again, that's getkeon.com slash Brittany for 10% off all products and 20% off all product subscriptions. This link will be in my show notes. It'll be on my website. And also you can DM me and message me on Instagram and I will send it to you as well because I think we all need this for the holidays coming up. Yeah, that's, it's, I think we've, I think we've become very removed from that idea as a society of what we're eating actually makes the very tissues and the skin that we touch. Like it's literally the building blocks. And I just don't think there's emphasis on it anymore. Right. Like food is now convenient. It's cheap and it's uh, fast food and it tastes good and it's fatty and salty and sugary. And it's just not what it was. And it's way more work and money to buy proper ingredients, make it at home, make it how it's supposed to be made. Like, yeah, it's just way more work. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But today we got to change that sacrifice. I don't watch TV, so I'm not wasting my time with that. And a lot of people waste their time watching stuff so they can put it into eating better and that kind of stuff. And my big thing is don't focus on what's happening. Yes, be smart, learn and be proactive but focus on how to offset it is my thing. Focus mm-hmm. on how to offset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really love that. So if people want to buy your book or if they want to connect with you, where, where can they go? I would say the best way to get in touch with me, I'll just give you my phone. It's 704-458-1010. And then let me know that they heard your podcast so I know who I'm dealing with. And then if you want to read my book, Backyard Secret Exposed, you can always get it on Amazon. And I really prefer that way. So you can leave a review because reviews are very important for people to leave on Amazon for others. And then Practical Nutrition is P as in practical and then nut, N-U-T, and then C-O for company.com. That's the website for Practical Nutrition. So. 704-458-1010, best way to get me. Perfect. I will definitely put all of those links um, in the show notes and can really, yeah, I really want people to connect with you and I'll put your phone number as well. And yeah, everyone listening, like honestly, if you're dealing with similar symptoms and you want to talk to somebody who's been through this firsthand, let alone for 13 years, like Beth is your woman to go to. So please, please reach out. And Beth, thank you for coming on and spending your time with me. I really appreciate this and sharing your journey. Hey, I appreciate it too. And thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.